Hey, Bucks fans, welcome to the PewterCast. This is Brent Allen, your host, and I am so glad to have you guys here with us for this very, very special bonus content uh, episode. Uh, in fact, this isn't really even its own full bonus content episode. This is what I'm calling episode 2.5, bonus content 2.5. This is the ASJ situation part two. If you guys haven't listened to bonus content episode two, the ASJ situation, I'd really suggest you actually just just push pause right now and go back and listen to that one and then come in and catch up with this because I'm not going to rehash everything that we talked about in the first uh, episode, but uh, this is really kind of, uh, as the story has continued to unfold a little bit, we had something new happen today. Uh, that's really what we're getting into here, guys, I, I, but real quick before I get into all of that, I just have to say... Holy cow, these last 48 hours. Oh my gosh, it has been wonderful and amazing. Something you you may not know about me um, is I'm a numbers guy. I love watching numbers. Numbers tell you a lot of things, and I have been watching the numbers for the podcast over the last 48 hours since we put out bonus content episode two, the ASJ situation, and I got to tell you, this has apparently really struck a nerve because it, the the podcast is spiking. I just have to say thank you to everyone who has downloaded, listened to, shared, comment, whatever. If you've interacted or done anything with the last episode or even the episodes before that, uh, thank you guys so much. You have responded so well to what we've been saying. Um, I even saw one one of you guys out there, one of you fans who was sending in a question to another Bucks podcast. And um, the the question that you sent in was based on the premise of what we had actually talked about in our episode, uh, Bonus Content 2, which just came out 48 hours ago. So that was really cool. Uh, I, I guess not... I'm assuming that it came from us. Uh, I mean, this is a guy that I know has been listening to us since episode one, and uh, I'm assuming that the the wording he used, it wasn't just a coincidence, um, but that it came from us. It might not have been. I, I don't know. But it was still fun to see that out there. I think I tweeted back. I said, hey, that's a great question because uh, it's what we had talked about. So, um, well, guys, as you may or may not know, um, the the whole thing that happened with Austin Safarian Jenkins uh, last Thursday, as we're recording this right now, it is Tuesday, uh, June fourteenth for me. And um, uh, last Thursday, Austin Safarian Jenkins gets booted out of practice. He gets booted because he didn't know what he was doing, according to coach. And then he proceeds to go on this big Twitter tirade where he's actually challenging fans to fights, and he's saying your mama jokes and your girlfriend jokes and stuff to fans, to Bucks fans, which holy cow. Uh, and like I said, if you've not listened to ASJ Situation at Bonus Content Episode 2, go do that right now. Um, but uh, I thought, let's let's get this started uh, because, you know, I I think we all assumed that when, when Austin Sverian Jenkins did make it back onto the practice field, unless he just wasn't ever coming back, that he would have to go through some sort of an apology. So let's take a listen to what he said here. Uh, there's a certain standard here, you know, at, at one buck that needs to be upheld, and uh, I didn't up, I didn't uphold my end of the bargain, and uh, I was asked to leave, and I left, and uh, it completely falls on my shoulders for not being prepared to be to do what I need to be do, doing, and um, you know it's a learning process, and uh, I'm ready today, and I'm excited to get back to work and put this behind me because at the end of the day, you know, it was a lapse of judgment, and you know sometimes. You know, obviously it was not a good day. Um, like I said, getting sent off the field, I was frustrated, and you know I took it out. And you know, I took it out on, on the fans, and that's not fair to them at all, because all they want is a winner. All they want is me to be successful. All they want me to be is great. So they just pushed me to be great, and I need to respect that. And uh, for any of the fans I offended, I'm sorry. 
and uh, you know, I can't wait to get, work, get to work and be the best tight end I can be for you guys so you can support me. All right, so there are the words from the man, Austin Safarian Jenkins, a guy that I call ASJ, and uh, he gave us his apologies. And I, I suppose the question is, is, do you think that those were real words from him? Uh, I had tweeted out to, uh, another Bucks podcast, uh, talk, you know, talking about, you know, should he, should he apologize? And what the, the, the answer came back was it said, no, that the apology would be empty words. And I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know, he certainly apologized. That's exactly what we expected would happen. Um, it's exactly what should have happened. And yeah, I don't know. I, I watched the video. You guys can go. It's Buccaneers.com. Um, you can go there. You can watch the same video and you know, I, you look at his body language, you hear the timber in his voice. And I got to tell you, personally, I believe him. I don't think those are empty words. I think he really understands that what happened was not good. Uh, I think he understands his role in that and how much of that really falls on his shoulders and how much the coach was right for kicking him out of practice and how wrong he was for coming against Bucks fans. I mean, he came against Bucks fans, guys. You You can't do that. That's not okay. That's probably the most egregious thing was how he squared off against fans. Um, and, and, but I, I listen to this video and I hear him and I don't necessarily think it's just empty words. I really believe him. And maybe I got to be fair. Maybe it's just me. Maybe it's because I want to believe him. Um, but I do. So, uh, guys, here we are. So what, what do we do now? Um, you know, at the end of bonus content too, what I had said was I'm not calling for Austin Safarian Jenkins to be dismissed from the team as some other, uh, media outlets were as some fans certainly were. I just, I was not on that page. Austin Safarian Jenkins needed to grow up. Yes. I don't think he needed to be booted off the team. But what I said was is that Jason Light and Coach Cutter had some homework to do now on uh, ASJ to find out was this a maturity issue or was this a character issue? Is this something that Austin Severian Jenkins just needs to grow up in and we can coach this? He can, he's willing to be coached. He can grow up and he can actually take a step as a man. Or is this just who he is as a person? And, um, that was kind of what we were looking for. And if they decided that this was just who he is as a person, then fine, cut him. He doesn't need to be here. That's toxic is what we had said. Um, and, uh, so here we are now. So now we have received the apology. So what now? Well, guys, here's what I'll say. First of all, this, the apology was the correct first step. It, it was done. He handled it very, very well. Uh, he was very well spoken. It didn't feel scripted, but it felt to me like it really was coming from whom, who he is as a person. Um, so it, it was the right first step. However, I have to recognize, uh, you know, what the other Bucks podcast host said was that the apology would be empty words. That was uh, uh, Justin Pulaski at Commission Online. If you want to uh, check him out, uh, guys, that's Off the Edge podcast. Uh, I highly recommend it. Go listen to it. They are they are coming out with new stuff every single week. I am not. No other Bucks uh, Bucks podcast is coming out with stuff every single week. Go listen to them. I listen to them. They're on my uh, they're on my my list every single week. And I make sure that, that, uh, I get to their stuff. So a uh, little plug for those guys over there. Um, but is it empty words? Is it empty words? Well, guys, like I said, the apology was the correct first step, but what really is going to matter is what happens next to define whether or not it was empty words. 
we're just going to have to sit back and see. So I, you know, my advice to everybody is, Hey, let's pump our brakes and let's actually see what happens next. Now, what are those things that, what do I mean by that? Well, one, is he going to play better? Because remember, there were two things that were happening here. One, he got booted out of practice because he didn't know what he was doing. And we can look back and we can say, you know, Austin Safarian Jenkins, is a he's a great talent. Uh, I said this before, the Buccaneers are better to have ASJ on their team. In fact, I think Scott Reynolds actually said something exactly using those words um, in his latest Fab Five, which if you guys haven't read that over at pewterreport.com, also a plug for them. That is a fantastic Fab Five. You guys go over there and read that. Um, uh, but I think I think he said literally those exact words that the Buccaneers are a better team with ASJ on the roster. He's a great talent. But in two years, he hasn't really lived up to that. Like we've seen flashes of that. So the question is, is, is he going to play better now? What's he? How is he going to play? Is he going to come back? Has he got his head in the playbook? Is he is he hitting harder? Is he running faster? Is he making his cuts better? You know, is he is he stepping up to the excellence level that the Bucks are now demanding? That the that as we continue to change our culture from a culture of losing to a culture of winning, that he is now getting on that side. He's getting on that side of the of the ball. Of are we creating a culture of winning? So there's that. So how does he play from now on? I think the other thing that really matters to let us know if this was empty words, this apology was empty words, or did he really mean it, was do his actions continue to back up these words? Um, you know, I quoted a little thing from the Bible in the last bonus content, so let me bring one more into this. Um, it's it's another one of my really fam- favorite verses. It says It's James 2.26. It says, faith without deeds is dead. Which you know, I'm from I'm from down south. I'm I'm from I'm from in Kentucky, and you know something we say in Kentucky is the proof's in the pudding, y'all. The proof is in the pudding. Faith without deeds is dead. So um, now I'm not saying that that Austin Safarian Jenkins needs to go out there and have some sort of Game of Thrones like walk of atonement with somebody behind him with a bell yelling shame, shame, shame. No, he doesn't need to do that. He doesn't need to grovel. He doesn't need to continually show and and pour out his apologies. That's that's not what this is about. That's really not what this is about. But the the question is is will his actions back up his words? So what can he do? Uh, I had one Twitter. Uh, I had one guy on Twitter come back to me at Buck Wild. Uh, he said uh, maybe you should take him some barbecue to the firefighter that he wanted to fight, um, which or some maybe some game tickets, maybe some gear, something like that. Uh, and you know that was a great idea, actually. I think that's a fantastic idea. That's something that ASJ, if he really, you know, kind of wanted to take the next step, and this has to be something, by the way, that comes from him. This cannot be something that the Bucks PR department makes him do. This can't be something that his agent calls him and says, you need to do this, or his mama calls him. Maybe if his mama calls him, he needs to do it. But this needs to be something that's more internally motivated on him. If he really understands the gravity of of what he did in challenging, and by the way, just so you guys know, apparently this fan that he challenged to a fight just happened to be a firefighter in Tampa. It does put a whole new spin on it. Now, there's no way I think that ASJ could have known that he was a firefighter, but the fact is, he is the guy is, and um, you know, so maybe maybe really that's something he could do. Uh, you know, something else he could do is he could not be an ass on Twitter anymore. And I'm not saying he should be banned from Twitter. Uh, you know, some people would go that far as to say, "Hey, I'm just going to lay off Twitter. I'm just not even going to get out there." No, no, no. He doesn't have to do that. 
He doesn't have to do that at all. But he could just not be an ass. He really, you know, he could just take his role more responsibility. He is a role model. People are watching him, whether they like it or not. That's part of the role. That's what it is to step into the public spotlight. And he could just not be an ass. I, I think one thing he could actually do is he could personally apologize to everyone he negatively interacted with on Twitter. He has their Twitter handles. It's in his feed. You know, just just a, a personal tweet to each one of those people saying, I'm sorry. I think that's that's something he could do if he wanted to. You know, I, I don't know that he has to send everybody free tickets or send everybody gear. Just some, you know, that's just a next step. That's a next level. That's a, that's a, that's a deed, you know, that can show and, and just go to show that, you know, his apology wasn't something that he was forced to say, that it wasn't just empty words. Cause guys, listen, here's what we're really looking for is not for him just to come and be a part of the team. And be a part of the new culture, but to really be a person who embodies it and lives it out. These are the kind of people we really want on this team is, is somebody who's going to internalize this to not live with empty words, but to have something that to, to be a person who is living from really kind of this, I don't know this, I don't know what you call an inner light. I don't know. Is that really the right word? I don't know, but it, you know, that's, I think what we're really looking for is not somebody who's just going to go out and follow the PR protocol, but somebody who really, um, who, who really is just kind of woken up some guy who's really taken a next step. I, you know, he had a tweet earlier today. I don't know why I keep talking about Twitter. Um, maybe I'm on it too much. Uh, he had a tweet earlier today that spoke volumes to me where he said back to biz, love this game, love this team, love this city exclamation point. No other uh, punctuation in that, by the way. Um, <laughs> uh, it, that's That was a great tweet I think he had coming out, you know, just saying, hey, he's getting back at it. And he loves the team, he loves the game, and loves the city. So, um, yeah, he, he could just not be an ass on Twitter anymore. Okay, so what are maybe some of the things that could really come out of this? What are some of the things we're looking for? That Those are, those are the things that we're kind of... Uh, that's where I'm going to just tell us to be. Uh, listen, great that he apologized. That's a great first step. We really need to just kind of sit back and see what happens now. How's he playing? Do his con actions continue to back up his words? Okay. Um, now let's put a whole new spin on this. What are some, what are some of maybe the positive things that could have come out of this? You know, like I said, better to have never had to go through this better to have never had to go through it. But now that you have, you know, there's always some redemption and there's always redemption. It, it can always, it, it brings about some of the most beautiful changes. I think that's just, that's something true in life. It's something, I don't know if you guys have ever experienced anything redeeming or any sort of redemption of your own personal self. Um, but it, it it's something that really, it's just a beautiful thing. It, it's an absolutely beautiful event. So what are some of those beautiful things? What are some of the positive things that really could come out of this? Well, one, I, I think that this could be the event that pushes Austin Safarian Jenkins to mature. He's only 23, guys. He's only 23. He's really not that old. I, I'd spent a good time talking about this. He's just, he's essentially, he's two years out of college. He's just two years out of college, guys. This could be that thing that just kind of makes him say, hey, I'm going to shake off the things of a child and I'm going to put on the things of a man. Uh, and, and maybe maybe even this was kind of those last vestiges of childhood. Uh, I, you know, I certainly don't mean to imply that ASJ has not been a man up to this point, uh, but maybe that was just kind of something 
something lingering. And this is the thing that finally really allows him to shake those things off, to, to shake off that dead weight so that he can move forward. Because uh, I guarantee you this, this will be something that he remembers for the rest of his life. This will be a story that, that he should tell to his grandchildren when they're sitting on his knee. And he's kind of passing down wisdom. This this is just one of those marking events. And this could be, if he allows it to be, an event that pushes him to mature. I think another thing that could happen is, is this could be what actually pushes Austin Severian Jenkins to be a better player and rise to the potential that we all really know that he has. I think that he himself really knows that he has. As I said, we are better with ASJ on the roster. But we are only better if he's not toxic. And I tell you what, we are twice as better if not just having him on the roster and him not being toxic, but if he is actually a DNA carrier of this new culture, if this has become a part of him, we are now twice as better with him on the roster. Uh, and this could be the thing that p pushes him to be a better player. Um, a preview, uh, just a little bit of episode four, uh, which is it's writing right now. I'm so excited. This is probably going to be one of my most favorite episodes, uh, certainly to date. It, it will be my most, my, it will be my favorite episode to date. Um, but what we're going to be talking about is we've spent a lot of episodes talking about building the culture. Well, at some point that has to translate to the field, right? That has to translate to actual football. And so we're getting back to talking about football and, and the actual skills and sets and things that we need to see on the field uh, from our players. And that's kind of where we're going with episode number four. And this could be those things that really forces him to just be a better football player, to be a better, better skill position and to actually become a playmaker that we all know that ASJ really could be. So I think that's something that could happen. Uh, I think a third thing that could happen is, is this could really be a marker for his relationship with Coach Cutter. You know, I had mentioned last time that there's a, a special bond that happens between a coach and a player. And this could really be something that bonds those two together in a really weird way. You know, you, you booted me off the team, you embarrassed me in front of my teammates, you embarrassed me in front of the media. And it became this big thing for like three days. And I love you for it. I, I mean, can you imagine like it's it's such a weird thing, but this could be a marker for actually putting the relationship in a much better light. And when a player and a coach have a great relationship, there's just something that 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 elevates the team in a whole new way. So uh, I really hope that that could be something that happened. I think something else that really could could be a positive coming out of this is that this um not so much on ASJ's part, but this could really, this event could solidify and reinforce Coach Cutter's leadership of the team, really rallying the team underneath them, setting the tone, setting the bar. In other words, setting the culture for the team. It let everybody on that team know exactly what was going to be expected of them. And this could really solidify in the team's mind, the players' minds. And for those who was already solidified, maybe it just reinforces it even more um, that he is the right man for this job, which I think most fans would agree. Most of us would really agree. Coach Cutter is the right man for right now for this job as far as what we can see. And that's before we've ever seen the, the Bucks take the field. So, uh, and I had one more thing, one more positive thing I think that could really come of this is this could be one of those things in, in a similar way that it bonds coach cutter and, and Austin Safarian Jenkins, this could be something depending on how he takes this, that could really solidify 
the bond between ASJ and the fans. You know, certain players certainly are fan favorites. Um, and if, if Austin Safarian Jenkins sticks around in Tampa, you know, this is his third year in his contract of his rookie contract. If he sticks around in Tampa and he becomes a person, listen, we in Tampa love our players. We love the ones who stick around. Think about how we still talk about Rondé Barber and Derek Brooks and Simeon Rice and even Leroy Selman, the great late Leroy Selman, and how we talk about John Lynch, who's going up in the Ring of Honor this year. Uh, you know, Mike Allstott, uh, others come to mind. But, uh, you know, what if Austin Safarian Jenkins could be a guy who, who, kind of moves into that club this could be one of those things that we see man i you know yeah this thing was real weird and iffy but he handled it well he came back from it he he handled it great and now we love him it it could really be something this could be the the event depending on how it plays out from here that it could really uh it could really solidify asj uh being really in the fans good graces which is only going to help us play it really is. So, so guys, I, that's my. Those are my thoughts, really, on this particular uh, issue. This is bonus content two point five, the ASJ situation part two. I, I got to tell you, I am personally rooting for Austin Safarian Jenkins. I really, I'm cheering for him. I want to see him win. I want to see him do well. I still think that that Coach Cutter and and probably more importantly Jason Light still need to be checking into. They still have work to do. I'm going, okay, is this the character of this guy or is this a maturity issue? Right now, signs point to it was a maturity issue and it seems to be doing its work. Uh, that the maturity issue seems to be working out for him so far. So, all right, guys, I think that's going to do it for me. This has just a, been a short bonus content uh, episode um, for really just seeing what's happening here with Austin Safarian Jenkins. Uh Great that he apologized. Good first step. Uh, but what really matters is what happens next. Does he? Does it affect his play on the field? And what happens with him off the field? Do his works, do his deeds back up? You know, do his deeds back up his words? That's really, is it, or was it empty words? That's the question really kind of lingering out in front of us. And this is probably the last I'm going to talk about this for a while because we're really not going to know at this point. We just need time. So guys, hope you all have a great week. Be looking for episode four coming out here. Um, really, I think within the next week or so, um, can't wait to talk to you guys then. In the meantime, hit us up on Twitter. That's at the pewter cast, or you can grab us on Facebook. That's over at facebook.com forward slash the pewter cast, or you can shoot us an email at the pewter cast gmail.com. I do respond to every piece of communication we get. Um, please make sure that, uh, you subscribe to us on Twitter. Even if you don't are not Twitter, please make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Even if you don't really use iTunes, if you use one of the other podcasting apps, that's fine. Just go subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. What we've said is, is if we get 25 iTunes reviews by the start of the season, we're going to add an extra show, kind of an instant take show um, every week this season. We'll, we'll do that for the season, and um, I, really, I really am looking forward to doing that show, um, but that's going to be kind of the thing that makes me do it. So... Um, Yeah, I think that's it. Is that all the housekeeping stuff? All right, guys, that's going to do it for us. I hope you guys have a great one. And, uh, yeah, drop me a line. We'll love to talk to you. Go Bucks.